Welcome to your 30s. You're going to love it. Welcome, everybody, to Life at 30. Joining me today, I have Sheetal from the second season of the Netflix show, Indian Matchmaking. Welcome. Thank you so much for joining me. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you, Anna, for having me. I'm so excited. Okay, well, first of all, I wanted to say happy belated birthday and welcome to the last year of your 30s. Thank How you. How are you feeling? It feels, you know, Anna, honestly, it feels great. I, I know, I remember when I turned 30. So when I was 29 and I turned 30, I was dreading turning 30 because I had put so much pressure on myself. But I learned so much over the last decade that now I'm just embracing this. And I, I actually can't wait till 40. So I'm, I'm loving it. I'm, I'm enjoying every minute. That's awesome. As I was just mentioning to you, um, I want to change the narrative in mm -hmm. you know turning 30 and this whole decade um i actually feel in my life my 30s have been wonderful and so i i know that feeling of you know having like to dread turning 30 but honestly it it it's been great and it can only get better from here you know absolutely the i always say the best is yet to come <laughs> absolutely so tell me what are you wanting to accomplish this last year of your 30s so and i might take some advice from you actually but you know my my story in particular uh was really a, a story of hope for a lot of people um especially in the south asian community uh women that are older and still single in their late 30s and even into their 40s um so you know that doing the show that experience was amazing and i'm also going to be on season three but i think um you know what i really want to accomplish this year is bringing other stories that are inspirational um you know to light and so i want to do that through my own podcast oh awesome well i can't <laughs> wait for that that's wonderful <laughs> um well let's talk about dating you were on this show uh first of all tell me how did you feel dating in your 30s was so i you know i was i'm not sure if you're familiar with dating in new york but it i i always say it's a it's a very different beast because you know you i i spent uh pretty much my whole adult life in new york and so i've been uh on and off single since and dating since my 20s mm -hmm. so when i started dating in my 30s in new york i found that the the pool of of men that were available you know it, it felt like it was shrinking and it was getting smaller and smaller mm -hmm. and quality men, you know, I was having a hard time finding quality men. And then on top of that, uh, there were so, there's so many options in New York. Um, so, you know, I was finding it really difficult to meet men that actually wanted to settle down. Um, so it was a, a huge point of frustration for me. And mm -hmm. that attitude didn't really change until I started to work on myself uh, during the pandemic, which was two years ago. And we're going to and I actually want to talk to you about that because I know you mm -hmm. do a lot of, you know, um, manifestation. So we're going to touch on that um, later on. But so you mentioned with, you know, your background, I do know that like once you get to your 30s as a society, as a whole, we put so much pressure on settling down by a certain age. And so watching you on the show, um, I actually got to see a little bit of your culture and that same pressure, you know, that gets put 
like you need to settle down, you need to have kids, you need to get married. How do you feel that on top of that societal, you know, like pressure, how do you feel that your own culture puts so much pressure on settling down? So my, you know, my, the, the pressure that I face on it from my culture and, you know, that comes, uh, from like my parents' generation, even generations prior to that, it's always been, you know, marriage is such a, it, it's such a big part of, of our culture. And so I started to get that pressure when I was in high school. So it was like, we weren't ever really allowed to date, um, but it was like, okay, once, you know, you get into your early twenties, you immediately have to start, you know, like looking for someone and you have to meet someone and settle down. And so I faced that pressure uh, quite early on. Um, and that actually taught me uh, how to draw boundaries with, with my family um, into my 30s, because, you know, the older that you get, um, there is still that stigma in my culture that, you know, you're sort of headed for spinster status or, you know, whatever, whatever the words that they use. And so I, I, I felt quite a bit of pressure from them. Do you personally put a lot of pressure on yourself right now um, that you want to already be um, I guess, you know, married and have kids. I think that you touched on that a little bit on the show. And so mm -hmm. how do you, how are you feeling with your own pressure? So, you know, I, I guess the, the, the pressure was lifted because, you know, I, I did end up meeting someone. Um, and so I, I put pressure on myself until I started, you know, and I know we'll get into that a little bit later, but until I started the, the manifestation journey, that's when I took the pressure off because, you know, I started to realize that it not like whatever was going on externally, if I continue to worry and I continue to put pressure on those things, I was actually moving further and further away from, you know, whatever goals that I had. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I, I really did work to take that off. Oh, because, good. Because you can only because you know, you know at the end of the day you can only control yourself and right. you you can't control when you're going to meet someone or even how you're going to meet someone you know and so yeah. I thought okay do I do I spend my time I know it's easier said than done it took a lot of work but it's like do I spend my time in that worry you know state and then not be productive and focus on you know the things that I love or do I take that as fuel and use it towards you know, the positive things that, that, that I love to do, the creative things that I love to do. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what, just to kind of give you a little bit of background on my own love story, I met my mm -hmm. wife almost five years ago. And it was uh -huh. like you said, I was not looking to meet anybody. I, I just went out one night uh, to the club, to the bar and you know, I was just socializing, not wanting to have anything serious with anybody. And then we met. Um, I can tell you she is not a person that I normally would go for. Um, and uh -huh. but you know what? I love the fact that this happened because it it happened at the time it needed to happen. Right. And then on Absolutely. top of it, it happened with the least person that I thought it would ever happen with. And so now, um, you know, we actually got married about six months ago. Oh my God, congratulations. Thank you. And we've been together about almost five years. And also another thing that I reflect on is 
this type of relationship, if I would have met her in my 20s, it would have never worked out. And so I love that you said you just can't control when you meet that person. Absolutely. Absolutely. And to your point about not things not working out in your 20s, I um, and, and, you know, maybe you might share this, but when I was in my 20s, I had no freaking idea who I was. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. it was like, you know, there was so much growth and evolution, um, you know, that's happened from my 20s until now. So, I mean, two decades of, of evolution. And so I now when my cousins or like my younger cousins or, you know, friends come to me, I'm like, you know what, actually against what the aunties and like your family says, wait till you're in your mid thirties or even older. Um, because you know, then you're, then you really know who you are, you know, what you want, um, you know, you're very like more secure in, in yourself. And that's, that was my goal. I, I took out the pressure of the relationship and I was like, my goal is to make sure that I'm good internally. That was, that was it. I couldn't agree with you more. And honestly, even with like knowing who you are and then uh, knowing what you want, that sometimes isn't enough. And being so young and not knowing how to navigate through a relationship, I I think that we can all agree relationships are hard no matter what. And so having a long lasting relationship and being a little bit um, wiser and being older it does kind of help you a lot. It can go a long way in resolving issues with your partner and knowing how to navigate that relationship versus in your 20s, a lot of the time, you know, there's fighting, you don't necessarily communicate in, in the best way possible. And so you don't know how to make that relationship last as long just because you just don't know what you're doing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you, you summed it up. Exactly. <laughs> um, how are, I want to ask you, how are things uh-huh. with your boyfriend? They're great. So we, so that's why I moved to Miami. So we're living together. That's um, so and awesome. things, yeah. So things are, things are good. And I, I mean, I, anyone that asks me, you know, I get a lot of dating advice questions. Um, it was absolutely worth it to wait. Uh, I mean, as cliche as that sounds, uh, I, I couldn't have asked for a better partner. So, and, and that's what it is. It's a, it's a true partnership. It's a collaborative partnership. And I, I never had that in my past relationships. That's awesome. And I'm going to be honest, I kind of like stalked his Instagram. A little oh bit. yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I find him to be such a joy of a person. He dances yes. and, <laughs> you know, and I love like, just like his little videos where he just talks about things. I love that. I feel that you don't find a lot of men that are very connected to themselves. And I love that about him. I love that he's just, you know, doing his thing, dancing. He's such a joy, honestly. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So we talked a little bit about meditation. There was a video that you had made where you talked about a mental diet. And Mm -hmm. those particular two words, they kind of stuck with me so much because we Mm -hmm. essentially, we work on ourselves physically so much. We work out, we watch what we eat, but we, there's no mental diet, right? Absolutely. you, You touched on that. And I was like, man, that is such a great way to put it because you have to, a lot of the things that you eat, whenever you're trying to get in shape, you stop eating, you stop doing just so you can kind of get to that goal. And it's kind of the same 
mentally, if something is bringing you negative, you know, feelings, emotions, then all you have to do is get rid of that. So I love that you said that you do deprogramming, you do manifestation. Tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah. So, um, you know, when the when the pandemic hit in 2020, I, I was in New York. And so I was in my apartment by myself. Um, you know, I, I, I didn't leave because I had no idea what was going on. And so when you're faced with yourself mm -hmm. and you have to sit sit with yourself and kind of like take down those layers and chip away and I was like wow I have a lot of healing that I haven't done yet you know there's there's a lot of things like I had limiting beliefs and all of these preconceived notions about relationships and I and I wasn't meeting someone so my my sole goal at that time was you know I was like oh I really want a, a companion and I want a partnership and I felt lonely and so I reached out to this manifestation coach she was a recommendation from a friend and she you know single-handedly really changed my life because she didn't it, she's not a she's not a relationship expert but what she helped me to do was figure out what was holding me back mm -hmm. and and sort of like help me deconstruct you know who I was in that old programming and uh the way that I talked to myself and you know as you mentioned the mental diet I was constantly on Instagram looking at other people that were quote unquote happy like the highlight reels of their lives you know and i was like oh my god i'm so behind in life and i there was just a lot of negativity and negative talk and um you know we didn't talk about manifesting a relationship for the first three or four months we spent that time really working on my confidence my you know self-concept and building me back up and sort of removing that old programming so that i think um i, I think if doing that work is just it, it's hard, really hard but it is so worth it yeah i agree with you i think my 30s are were basically sitting with myself and mm -hmm. saying what am i doing what do i want where do i want to be you know and those conversations with yourself are probably the hardest you can have in your 30s and so I just feel like I'm, I'm, it's so awesome that you went and you actually took the time to, you know, reach out to this person and actually put it into practice because, mm -hmm. you know, how do you feel now after this two years that you've been doing this, how do you feel that it has, you know, benefited you on your daily day to day, but then on top of it overall in your life? I mean, to just to, and, and, and I will tell you the work doesn't stop. So, you know, it, certain things will trigger you, especially getting into a relationship, you know, certain old habits or old programming does come back. So it, I, I'll say it's constant work, but I think, you know, what I did over the last two years, the simplest way to put it is it, it gives you this sense of inner peace. So it's like, all of these things can be going on outside, you know, it could be complete chaos, but if in here it's just peace you know yeah. and so so that helps me uh get through the day-to-day -day. um i'm a better you know partner sister uh daughter you know all of those things i'm better at my job because of, of that piece so it's um yeah it's a, i i think just to sum it up it's just giving it, it's inner peace just shutting the outside noise is what it is absolutely wonderful well tell me what is next for you um you are you mentioned you're going to be on season three yes um, are you probably i don't know if you can say a lot about that but how are you feeling about that what is next 
so I, I can't say too much about season mm -hmm. three, um, okay. but you guys, you guys will see. But um, I think, you know, it, kind of in preparation for that, I, I think uh, th launching the podcast will be the will be the next step for me. Well, I'll tell you what, I can't wait to hear it. I can't wait to, you know, just share all the experiences um, that you're having and just listening to everything that you're going through. Um, I honestly enjoyed watching your story on the Netflix show. It was, it, it, it resonated with me. You were one of the only ones, one of the few ones on the cast that really touched on being in your 30s. And, mm -hmm. you know, having that pressure of being in a certain place. And so immediately I was like, I can relate to you. Like, I know what you're saying. I, I, I feel, I feel everything that you're feeling. And so I just, re everything you said really resonated with me. So. Oh, I'm so glad. I really enjoyed so glad. Yeah, watching. And I can't wait. Honestly, I can't wait for season three. I'm a big fan of the show. So I'll be watching. Awesome. Oh, thank you. I love that. Thank you. Well, thank you again so much for joining me. I really do appreciate it. I hope this 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 whole year and into your 40s is the best one yet. And then your 40s are just absolutely amazing. Oh, thank you so much, Anna. And congratulations on your wedding. And, and the same to you. I hope this year is the best. Thank you.